and welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Uh, I'm here, not in the studio this week. I am at home in my home in my home studio. So I apologize for the sound difficulties, but it doesn't matter. We're still going to cover all the hot, hot wrestling action. Now, to my right, let me introduce my my two rocking guests. To my right. He's been on this podcast, returning guest, Jabroni, Jabroni Tony, Arlen Marmel. What's up? Ladies, gentlemen, it's a pleasure to be back with you. Dan, I don't know if you noticed, I'm doing my Tommaso Ciampa cosplay this week. <laughs> you do, you have a Ciampa thing. I have a Ciampa thing going on. But you don't, but you're not injured. But my leg is not injured. Yeah, but you're not injured. Yeah. Get closer to the mic. All right, okay. I'll get closer. Yeah, right. I know you're not a pro. I, I missed all of you. Yeah, you little and merch hounds, right. hounds of merch, hounds of merch, the hounds of merch. of merch. All right. Oh, we'll get into some merch. We're gonna get into a lot of stupid shit. <laughs> it's not what we do; it's all we do. To your right, Mr. Luke Field from New York. What's up, dude? Hello, 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 all of my millions of fans. Yeah, well, the millions, the millions, and, and the millions. millions. Uh, self-described casual fan of the product. Very casual. Yeah, very, very, very casual. super casual. <laughs> well, yeah. you're, the last time you were watching was last time I was watching it was uh, JBL versus Eddie Guerrero. Rest in peace. Uh, they're, they're, they're both dead. That's as casual as it gets. No, no, no. JBL. Oh, wow. JBL is very much I thought alive. JBL was dead. You know, so I think I think longtime listeners of the podcast will know that I am a uh, late in life wrestling fan. Yeah. And so I only that? knew uh, what should it be. It's like a, you're like an empty nester. Late, late onset, <laughs> late onset uh, wrestling. Yeah, late onset um, wrestling beaties. So I only knew JBL as an announcer. And I was like, you know, watching on the network something, and this guy Bradshaw comes out with long hair. <laughs> I had no idea until I was like, who? I've never heard of this guy. I go to Wikipedia. I'm like, holy shit, it's JBL. I couldn't believe it. That, yeah, that JBL is amazing. story. Uh, all right, before we start, before we really get into the into the heat, I forgot to say because I'm not in the studio. I'm off. I'm I'm off. I forgot to say my nicknames. Okay. I'm your host, Donnie Kayfabe, the goof Haraja, coming at you. Hey, let's get into it. We're coming off. You leave out Donscape Black and Oh, Don- <laughs> yeah. Well, that's for you. Do you want? Do you want to add? Listen, all my nicknames on this podcast, I've given to myself. Okay? I mean, I've given you a few nicknames. Can you? Well, can you, you want to add one, and I will add it to my intro. My when I'm in the studio, I just list out all my nicknames, and it's just it's getting it's getting bigger and bigger. I mean, because Jabroni Tony is also one of my nicknames that I gave to you. Just Donsuke Blackamora. Donsuke Blackamora. Don Don Brickashaw Blackison for for you uh, NFL fans out there. With that one, we have to cut. There's no real sports involved. Don <laughs> Blackwald for those fans of the entertainment business. For Don Buckwald. Yeah. Well, that's because I wish I had an agent. Sure. So, yeah, I'll take that. Keep wishing. And also, it's like a valet. Don sure. Buckwald sure. is kind of sure. like a manager. Sure. All right. Cool. I think we'll stay. Uh, Don's Cape Blackamora. I will. I will. <laughs> that will add that to the arsenal. All Don right. and Black Sos. No. What is that? Don and Black Sos. Well, what about Don? Dan Dan Blackman, like Steve Blackman. That's sure, sure, easy, that works. That's the most easiest one ever. The most dangerous man. Sure. All right. Anyway, so look, let's before we get into the this week stuff. Luke, tell me about your tell me as a casual fan. Tell me about tell me about your love for wrestling. As a casual fan, so I love yeah. wrestling for the sheer pageantry of it. Um, yes, I know. Like, it's a good word. 
Pageantry, yeah, I think so. Pageantry uh, is one of my favorite elements of existence. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan of the... I know we're in the reality era now. Is this right? Correct me all the time if I'm wrong. You, I you, know. We're the in the new, new era. era. No, new we, era. We're, we're, but we, we just left the reality era, okay. right? Um, uh, I, I, I believe it. Yeah, but I think now we're in the, what you're just calling the new era. This is an era where if you're in terrible shape, you are at the top of the card. But Except for Jinder Mahal. They're, they're called, well, there's always, we've said it before, there's always room for a jacked up dude. Oh. And he's, always and he's for so deliciously jacked. Always room for you. It's amazing. Junior Mall is a champion. We all accept it. You want, to, you want to know how sick I am? I was Googling to, like, get deep into, like, can we prove that Jinder Mahal... Basically, the point of this is I was looking at side-by-side pictures of his breasts. Yeah, so was I. I mean, There's this a is... video. I watched the video! <laughs> I watched the same video. It was that guy explaining well, why he... Yes. That he has... Glycomastia... Glyco... I think it's called gyno. Like Gynomastia? Yeah, but I think the short term for... Or is that for a gynecologist? I don't know. But I think if you have gyno, like meaning like if you grow like bitch tits, you know? Uh, as they I don't say. think that's some technical term. Oh, uh, no? That's not a technical term? All right, uh, that's in the book. It's in the book. It's, yeah. yeah, it's in the book of wrestling. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So... I mean, look, what happened with... All right, let's... I think we should... I'm jumping all around, but I think since you mentioned the modern-day Maharaja, uh, Jinder Mahal, the champion, so you you went to my fridge earlier, correct? I did. And what did you see? A lot of prepared meals. Okay. They were all fist-sized. <laughs> yeah, so sure. In so the look, right proportion. Yes, yes. This week, I joined a prepare meal service. You know how I figured out what they were? Do you know how I know you joined this week? Because <laughs> I walked in the door and I open the fridge and I see these prepared meals and I look at you and I go, man, you still look like shit for a guy who's <laughs> eating these tiny meals. So I know that you just started. Yeah. You yeah, had yeah. to. You look okay. exactly, you look terrible still. Yeah, yeah. I'm jacked up. But, uh. This is not an ad for No, kayfabe jack. No, we're not even going to mention the service because once it gets good. But here's what I will say. I joined the service that Jinder Mahal uses. I read, I read his G, GQ article. This is your big gimmick now where you call me and you go, hey, you know who I was like working out next to? And there'll be some wrestler. And I'm like, why isn't any of it rubbing off? All you're no. talking to me about is your new meal plan. You're working out all the time. You look exactly the same. And it's not great. Um, first off, untrue. Secondly... Uh, yesterday I shook hands with Anderson Silva. Ooh. <laughs> the spider. Yeah, the spider. Yeah. He was on the street waiting for his car, and I was like, yo, you're the man. And he does a... I met a wax rock today. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Madam Tussauds wax rock. Right. I'm a big Anderson Silva fan, but um, not kayfabe. Shoot. Uh, I would rather meet a rock. <laughs> I'd rather meet... Uh, still going. I'd, I'd rather meet a rock, a uh, 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 clay rock or whatever, a wax rock. Wax. Yeah. Wax. Anyway, so I think it's one of the. All right. I joined, and then in when you sign up for this meal service, it says, who referred you? And I wrote, WWE Champion <laughs> Jinder Mahal with a bunch of exclamation points. Is that why you signed up for this? Like, he talked about it? You well, it's something I was thinking about doing for a while, and then I, uh, and then, uh. Cause uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, it's hard to get your food in. It's just about because the the <clears throat> the philosophy of the food service is like you eat a bunch of little meals, you know, which I'm always trying to do, but it's hard. It's hard well, to do. But also, it just totally doesn't jive with your entire persona quantity. of the guy who only wants Don Juan huge, quantity. You want very few <laughs> tremendous yeah. meals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 
Listen, you're the only guy who judges. When I ask you like how good a place was, I small you, quantity. Yeah, you're like no, huge portions. It was awesome. I'm like no, no. But was the food good? You're like well, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. To it was me. a pile. It was in a pile. I love a pile. Yeah, like a nice pile. bowl of yeah. shit. Uh, I'll and take for the it. record, yeah, I think Dan looks good. Th- yeah, thank so, you, thank in you. In comparison to me, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. Well, Luke, in the comedy on? world, the shirt off, in the comedy <laughs> world, Dan's at the top of the game. Well, that might be true. Very <laughs> true. That might be true. In the UCB universe, I'm probably one of the more fit dudes. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um. Okay, so I just want to say the meal thing. You've spun it into making fun of my physique, which is fair. I'm always down for a nice heat. By the way, I've been work. taking after Daniel Bryan. I've been eating more vegan lately. I have significantly reduced my meat intake. Yeah, and where I is actually, he? I, he's actually like pumping iron. I'm watching big, some Instagram videos. He was lifting heavy, heavy <laughs> shit. So that's what he's doing. He's in the gym cranking. Like, let's let's keep it. Can we talk about this? Yeah. My favorite feud in wrestling is Daniel Bryan and the Miz. I am like yeah. burning up to see these. T- I am I'm convinced that some way, shape, or form. And I think I actually talked about this maybe after WrestleMania. Like, I am convinced that there's going to be a proxy for Daniel Bryan, if not Daniel Bryan himself, wrestling The Miz, and I can't wait. I think they have more heat than any two superstars in the company, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll say this. Something that happened on Extreme Rules that the announcers didn't even pick up on is The Miz tried to finish Dean Ambrose with the running knee. Yes. And the announcers were like, oh. They lightly, it was like. But he didn't say with Daniel Bryan's running knee. But it was very specifically that exact knee. Anyway, that's he technical. Move. He that used his move. move. But he uses his old <laughs> moveset. But uh, the dude's retired from brain injuries. <laughs> Daniel Bryan is. Yeah, and it's because Daniel Yeah, but to Bryan, be fair, if, if tested, everyone should probably be retired from brain injuries. Yeah. Well, I'm A hundred percent. That's why my physique's not so good. I'm retired for brain injuries. <laughs> sure. Uh, you you retired before you started. Okay, can we get back to the meal thing for one second? Because you're not you're acknowledging that I don't look good, which is fair. But well, let me just ask you a question. Wait, you, you keep you, interrupting, Jabroni. Right. Fine, fine. All fine, right, fine. I'm, I'm, my music hit, and yeah, the mic goes down. Fine, you do. Whoever it. speaks while the music hits, you get it. Make your point. It's okay. going to be terrible, but make <laughs> it. Okay, that's fine. You're allowed to have that opinion. You're stewing in the ring, waiting for your time. I have to do my full entrance, come out, maybe you do a little pyro. Even though I'm interrupting, I still will do pyro. It's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> Does any wrestler do that, do their pyro when they're just interrupting? I don't think so. No. Anyway, uh, come on. Would you agree that that was one of the most marquee things ever done? Join a meal service because <laughs> the WWE champion is is in wrestling? I literally, it's the reason. I was like... I, I was like, oh, he's doing that? Yeah, and look, he's yoked up. Can I, can I tell you something? I yeah. think we're, like, simpatico on this because I legitimately, at, like, explored veganism because I was like, if Daniel Bryan can do it and be in decent shape. Like, I saw this thing of him lifting, yeah. like, really heavy stuff. I'm like, if you can be in good shape and work out and do it, like, so I think I'm in this. I think I think yeah. we just both want to be wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the GQ article in Junior Halls is talking about his routine, and you're like into it. Anyway. Yeah, but you know what? You're like, I just, who, I just who love think, dudes. Who actually believes that Jinder Mahal? Dudes this so- was diet. He's like, nobody diets harder than me. I'm like, no, bro. Okay, it's more than diet. Can I say something for this meal service? There's a video online he after he won the championship went to their facility with the belt and everyone in the kitchen is going nuts because the champ is let me tell you something what got him that belt is not diet 
Okay, it's not diet. I'm I've been dieting for five years strong. I'm I'm nowhere on the spectrum. I actually think you're wrong. It's a, a, a at least twenty percent of him getting that belt is diet. Fine. <laughs> Agree. Agree. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he wasn't going to do it without percentages? diet. He wasn't going to do it without diet. I would say. Um, 20% yeah. is the gym. I think it's 20-20-20. That you went similar. I think it's a, I think it's a 4 uh a 420 split or 520. I mean, let's keep it real. He was he was in He was in the WWE Wait, what, what, and he was clearly working out and he was him. fully dead body. You're allowed to say stuff that we can't say because you're not in you're not uh, you know, you're not in the PC world. I'm just, you're chump for, right? Okay. No, oh, no, come no, on. No, 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 no. 20 no, 20% no. diet. 20% diet. Right. 20% gym. Exercise. Yep. Yeah. 5% <laughs> mental. Oh, you went, you went oh, to shit. five. There's going to be a lot of numbers here now. Because me, me, mental strength? 5% mental. Okay, now this is hard because now it's 45%. 1% strong oh, Indo-Canadian <laughs> genetics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dude, how many wait, times is on. he going to be like... I got to get the calculator. Well, wait, <laughs> how many times is he going to be like, you hate me because of my accent? I'm like, what... I'm listening so closely to hear the accent. He's just straight Canadian. He goes, goes, yeah, you guys hate me because I'm different. You're like, what, Canadian? How, How, Jack? I don't hate you because you're Jack. He's Indian. So he's like the heel. He's like the bad guy, but he's a Canadian Indian, right? So it's like, all right, whatever. We all have an Indian friend. Well, we all don't. I had to explain. So I I have an Indian friend, and I explained the Jinder Mahal situation. I've been sending him videos. Did he hear about it separate? Oh, yeah. Every Indian has heard about it. Oh, my God. It's been past that that video. India number one. India number one. India number one. So I had to explain to him. He was like, yo, this is really, um, this is like pretty racist, but I guess it's cool. And I had to explain to him why it's not racist. I'm like, you have to understand. What's racist? The, the treatment. What specific element? Okay, so first of all, I think the whole the the Punjabi celebration. It's it's patronizing, and I think that uh, obviously the the you hate me because I'm different and all yeah. of that. What if they had, if when Goldberg won the Universal title, they had a Purim festival? <laughs> sure, sure. But listen, the moral of this story is I had to explain to him how it's actually very progressive for WWE. Like he looks at it out of context <laughs> yeah, yeah. and goes. Wow, this is super racist. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. There's a brown person holding the belt. Yeah. Like, just have a guy named the Junkyard Dog. It's progressive. (laughs) I'm like, this is progressive. They had had a black tag team called Crime Time spelled wrong. Atrocious. And why? All right. um, Anyway, I think Crime Time might be the most fucked up. Shinsuke is actually progressive. He is just a regular character. They don't. No mention uh, of the fact that he is Japanese. There's no America hate. He is a face who is just a cool, interesting, charismatic wrestler. Would you I think say that he's is a face actually that can run the place. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Wait. So we're at forty six percent right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, so there's um nineteen. You want to recap though? Twenty percent gym. Yep. Twenty percent exercise. Uh, uh, diet. Diet. 5% Indo-Canadian. Mental, mental, mental. No, 5%, 5% mental, 1%, 1% Indo-Canadian, Indo-Canadian genetics. genetics. 
like horse tranquilizers. You didn't want to say fourteen percent just to bring it up. <laughs> no. to some, oh no, okay. Horse tranks. Okay, horse tranks. Horse tranks. It seems like based on what you said, you respect the gym and. More. Here's the, the thing: gym. the time frame that it took him to get into this shape would be impossible you just without the canon con- of. You just you just directly contradicted yourself. No, I didn't. Yes, because you said you said that it was it, it was the thing to get in there wasn't diet. But no, wait, I didn't give the steroids a less percentage. No, no, no. Excuse me, I didn't finish the percentage. Oh, yeah, we're okay. not at hundred. Well, now we're at sixty-five percent. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I said fourteen percent was horse tranks. No, 19%. 19%, excuse me. I'm and the even, remaining 35% is a devil's brew of HGH <laughs> and steroids. Like, okay. I mean, you can look at the guy. Okay, so let me tell you stuff that you left out. So you, you, you okay. You, no, you're already at 100%. I, I just want to make this slightly serious for a minute. Yeah. What is the message that it sends? Like, this guy clearly left and did steroids, is a bad wrestler with no mic skills, and was immediately shot to the top of the car. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's 100%. You've left, you've left out wrestling. <laughs> He's not a good wrestler. <laughs> he has no wrestling ability. He's not a good wrestler. No, no, no. You I, do love the, I do love his two valets, though. The two manservants. Same brothers. I love those guys. You notice they I, when like they come that. out and they dust off the rug and then they find like a particle and they go, they pick it up and they go, <laughs> and they blow it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it um, it, uh, I will say... Uh, uh, that uh, they did, they redid the entrance. The Singh brothers now come out to a slightly different tune, and then they introduce him, and then he comes out, and when he puts the belt up, then it says Ginger Mahal. They they, they redid his belt. He comes out to like pitch black now. Very cool. I, I dig it. One of my favorite things in wrestling right now is the ramp. That <laughs> ramp is awesome with yeah. with the the visuals Dope. on the ramp. <laughs> um, you know, you had you had the old shitty ramp. old ramp, old ramp. Maybe one flame. Let's Very get into school. something that, you, that let's let, let's get into extreme rules. Randy Robot. Orton had drizzle pyro when he was in the game. Yeah, they, oh yeah, the that, that is that is yes. We got, oh look, we got to bring back the jizzle, the the drizzle <laughs> the jizzle pyro the drizzle pyro. We need to. That is the best kind of pyro. Is why why would he recording this podcast need a Lacroix? You just got up in the middle. I'm gonna go <laughs> I let you sit on the WrestleMania uh, 33 chair. I was looking up. at this earlier, and I was like, eh, I know maybe half of these people. I got this okay. from WrestleMania. It's awesome. You sit in the the first couple rows. They they let you they take your chair. It's souvenir chair. Can we, can we take a commercial break to just talk about Lacroix real quick? Because I came here and I'm like, hey, I need sparkling water. You're like, got you. Yeah. Lacroix in the fridge. I open the fridge. You've got the generic Lacroix, and I go, dude, this sucks. Like you don't have any of the yeah. flavors. You're like, no, I got the flavors. Lime. That's what I like. That's insane. I you like know what plain. flavor? Pamplemousse. Yeah. Pamplemousse. That's very good. Passion what fruit. What is pamplemousse? It's like grapefruit. It's, right? Listen, you. No class, sounds like that's jackass. Your Wait, that you're giving is pamplemousse. I am definitely a pamplemousse boy. <laughs> Wait, what is that flavor? It's made up? Grapefruit. No, yeah. it's not made up. It's the, I believe, the French, French term for grapefruit. All right, anyway. Moving on. Moving on to Extreme Rules. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about, the, we're going to jump right in and talk about, not the biggest story, but the Hardy Boys, because Luke. I know the Hardy You boys. know the Hardy Boys. I hell know the Hardy Boys, yeah. Um, it, what is it? To, can you believe they? Jeff Hardy is thirty nine years old. Does a flippity do off the top of that cage? I, I would have said he's fifty years old. For yeah, how long yeah. he's been wrestling? It's been like forever. So he got started. Really yeah, long. I mean, he's, they, these guys started when they were like twenty. Yeah, I'm quick. Hardy's take here. Okay. Okay. So we <laughs> saw the Hardys. By the way, I just want to acknowledge that I know Joe should have been the leading story, but 
That's not how we we'll do come it. Back. I, yeah, we'll, I got There's a million podcasts where you can hear the proper order <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a recap. But there's not that many podcasts where the host dig, dig, digs deep into his marketry, which is a term that we've... We, Markeration? We, market, marketry. Digs so deep that he is on the same food plan as the champion. It ain't working the same way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm missing... I'm missing. He needs a 35 percent of steroids. I'm missing 49 percent of the equation. <laughs> More than 49 percent. Well, you have no Indo-Canadian genetics. <laughs> um, I want to make sure on this podcast we talk about the women's revolution, and I want to talk about Joe. But first, <laughs> but first, I really do want to talk about the women's the revolution. The women's revolution. The Wonder Woman is the number one movie in theater. We oh, have yeah. to talk about the women's yeah, revolution. Movie rocked. And how they're ruining it with Lana. But we'll get to that. <laughs> so the first point, my Hardy's take. So we saw the Hardys the night before they debuted on the you card. You just guest host. I'm doing it. Okay, guest host Tony Droney. Listen, you've been you've been sleepwalk guest hosting this podcast <laughs> for three months anyway. I'm here to bring the thunder, people. Okay. Okay. So the Hardys, we saw them the night before they debuted, right? Yeah, at ROH against the Elite. The, Not against the Elite, against no, the Young Bucks. But it was but. awesome. Um, okay, so we see we see them. Uh, they seem to be like kind of keeping it a little cool that night, but like we're excited. You know, the the whole broken gimmick is like the most over thing in wrestling. Super yeah. exciting. They debut the next day. Actually, let me rewind. Before they debut, you turn to me, Dan, and you go, "If it's the Hardys and they don't come out with the broken gimmick, it's over. It's ruined. It's crap." I I wasn't even. It's hard to admit because like when the music hit, I wasn't that. You into weren't it. pumped. I was not pumped. And again, as a as a late onset wrestling fan, I have obviously seen a lot of the Hardys work. I've seen their biggest matches, but ne- you know, you don't get it in context, right? So Back. for me, the music it it just didn't necessarily have a ton of resonance. But anyway, I am digging them as the Hardys right now. Like I am enjoying them well, like it's your this. first run. It, but you know what? The problem is they're such a time capsule. Like their outfits are so. Terrible. Yeah. Are they back to goth? It's the same. Goth? Yeah, back Jeff, to goth. They've never left. <laughs> but and I said this at WrestleMania. Jeff Hardy is mesmerizing. This guy is so good looking. Well, he's the charismatic enigma. He re- <laughs> uh, um, you know the what? The thing is, he has no charisma though. But he looks <laughs> no. great. He's great looking. He's already lost a tooth. He came back. He lost a tooth. Look, his, I agree. His physique doesn't do things. For it doesn't me. matter. This guy, he's a he, little. He's a. He's he, got a paunch. He has. The thing with him is that he has no regard for his body. He, all right, he does what he all right, he does what I love, uh, which is Jeff Hardy um, wears really baggy pants. No, that's not it. That's not it. That is he does he does. the the he wears UFO, heroin UFO pants. He does heroin, which is one of my favorites. It's all your favorite stuff: dirt biking, making <laughs> huge metal sculptures in South Carolina, totally, totally, totally. woodworking, yeah, being in a rock band. It's you and you and Jeff Hardy, two yeah. peas in a pod. Totally, totally. And let's not forget the time I met, I saw Matt Hardy walking into a Dunkin' Donuts, and I said, "What's up, Matt?" And he's like, "Hey," and then I kept walking. <laughs> all right. Um. Anyway, to your Jeff Hardy take. Jeff Hardy does his moves are sloppy. That's what's dope about Jeff Hardy. Meaning he does that like flip off the top, and he he lands in a way where you're like he swanton bombs. Swantons are like kind of sloppy. Uh, where uh, same thing, uh, he, uh, uh, it, it looks hard, like it hurts. He's hitting guys with it. Uh, he lands improperly. Uh, Daniel Bryan is another example of a guy who his wrestling was so sloppy at times. He'd flip, and he was like, "I can't." Believe, the way he would land sometimes, you're like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Well, I, you almost. But it's, my point it's is, the reckless. indie scene 
is too it, right. People's complaint is it's too circus LA, right? Like where Jeff well, that's Hardy, just, just Randy Orton's complaint. No, it's everybody. A I lot know, of people's complaint. No, 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 I know. I know. Look, I still appreciate it. Sure. But I think a young bucks, the stuff they do is not circus LA. But like Ricochet and Osprey are two guys. Like what they do is just like pure gymnastics. They're gymnast. They're gymnasts. Look at Neville. He's the he's the he's the example for all this. This is really a deep look. But uh, <laughs> uh, Neville right now, he, when he came in as a face, he was not over at all because he was doing a gymnastics routine. Sure. Remember, he used to do like the the that those like. Cheerleader like backflips and like hit you in the corner. He did the red arrow every single night. But and also, then now he's over and his wrestling's over because it's more brutal. It looks there's like a fighting. third dimension with Neville, which is he's tough to look at. He's gonna burn, burn this whole podcast. We are drinking a lot of Lacroix. <laughs> I mean, I've already drank two Lacroix. It's the, <laughs> so I'm I'm, I'm LaCroix about one point five Lacroix deep. How many Lacroix do you think we can get through on this podcast? I've had days where I drink a whole case. <laughs> Listen, you don't have to tell me about your autistic behavior. I know. Um, I mean, so I joined. Here's here's the thing. I joined the same food plan as the champion. No one. There's no fucking podcast where someone is that deep into the marketry. Let me tell you guys something you don't know about Dan Black. Okay. If he goes to a place for lunch, like a new place, okay. Okay. And he really likes the that food. Yeah. He will eat it for at least two months in a row. Every like seven days a week. And then he will stop, and that'll be the end of it. And Luke, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, so just, I go to the same place like all the time. Why? I need know? better friends. This oh, is my God. this guy was right. a, like, this guy was a, in my wedding party, <laughs> unwillingly, <laughs> um, against my will. This guy has been. I will give him credit. He has been to the past three WrestleManias. That's true. That is, so I, I have a question then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just for the uneducated, this yeah, is extreme wrestling. What, what is the thing? Oh, oh the pay per view is called Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. That's the name Nothing of the... extreme about this it. This pay per view is not extreme, which we should get into. Well, and there, uh, you know what I'm pissed about? Uh, there are not any balls in Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> yeah, well, great. All right, the next pay per view is called A little Great bit of... Balls of Fire. <laughs> and they're not even making it funny. That's the thing. It's like, I don't care if you want to have fun. Well, it was unironic. That, that, it's that not ironic. intro. What is the, the? They're trying to give a Jerry Lee also, Lewis theme. It's to called. It? It's called Great Balls of Fire, and it has like a real badass main event. It's like Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe. That's like a fight. That's gonna be dope. And it's called. It's at the Great Balls of Fire preview. Now, I'm ha- I'm. I'm cool with doing a little bit of goof. Be like, it's called Great Balls of Fire, and have Vince come out and just be like, that's what I call it because it's funny. Or like, I don't know, <laughs> something. But just to acknowledge like it's a regular title, it's so goofy. Okay. Anyway, so my quick quick Neville point. He was a little too yeah. ugly to be a face. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, this works well. Yeah. Like, he's got, he's working right now. But the thing is, I also think Aries should be a heel. I think it's he he another... totally should be. That yeah. is a miss. He he definitely he definitely should be. He just has a persona. Who, by the way, great match for uh, the listeners. Austin Aries is the best possible version of me. Yeah, when you look at a wrestler, <laughs> the best you could do is Austin. In your prime, you're gonna look like Austin Aries. <laughs> I think I am in my prime. If anything, I'm past my prime. He's bigger than you, though. That's not bad though, because I get compared to the announcer Jim Ross. Oh yeah, you could be you a got, young Jim Ross. You, you can't do this routine though. You mean grow hair on my head? Why does he carry a banana? I have a banana. Oh, on he's my vegan. Head. Oh, there you go. There it is. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, he actually looks good here. Look at that. Yeah, he's in good shape. Yeah, in good I shape. hate his tattoo though. 
Bad tattoo. Missed Rough. All, most tattoos. Very nice. It's like a very nice. It's like a barbed wire yeah, kind he's, of. He's got a big sword on his chest or something. <laughs> yeah, you know? a big sword dick on his chest. All right, cool. Let's get into the the thing we should be talking about. The um, women's revolution. The women's revolution. No, let's talk about Samoa Joe. So this, here's the thing that shocks me. Wait, Let wait. me say one thing. Okay. On the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page, join it if you want it. We're always talking about wrestling on there. Um, uh, most we did we do a prediction thread every uh, pay per view. Most we throw people... a quick shout out to Erin. She really Erin Finnerty? Yeah, she does great work in the Facebook page. You're, she you're a Mark. Like... You're Finnerty Mark. I am. Listen, I was disappointed when I found out she's married. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> well, this just became uh, very spicy. <laughs> um, well, Aaron, sure you don't want to talk about the women's revolution. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Well, that's a revolution. Yeah. Um, um, Aaron, feel free to cash in <laughs> um, on Arlen and see if you want to take him up. That. Maybe wouldn't we have it, wouldn't it work the other way? Cat, wouldn't wouldn't it, I need to cash? Like I'm just a single yeah. dude. You She's cash not cashing in, in on anything. I need to cash in on, her, cash marriage. on her marriage. <laughs> How do I get the briefcase for that? I don't know. All right, we're we'll, we'll gonna find have to out. find out. Uh, well, you could. Well, no, I'm not gonna say that joke. Uh, <laughs> but I will say it's not my fault that I was gonna draw to a wrestling reference, and okay. uh, it was fucked up that they ever did that. Anyway, Let's move on. Uh, Aaron, so it looks like my friend has a crush on you, and you're married. Will look, and also tell your husband if he wants to shoot on Arlen, he can cash in. Alternatively, <laughs> don't tell your husband about this at all. It would be great <laughs> if I had the cash in number, but since I'm not in studio, I don't have it. Zig. No, he's not here. He's not Zig. Here. Oh, he's not here. All right, Zig. Um, I actually do. We do have a cash in this week, and we're not in studio, so I might just play it over the phone. Um, basically, where uh, the listeners call in and they can get their opinion out. But let's get let's just talk about Samoa Joe quick. Okay. So most people in the Facebook page before you started to hit on one of my one of our listeners. I'm sorry. Okay. I myself. Uh, is uh, um, uh, is most people predicted Joe to win that? Now it makes sense because clearly they're gearing up for Roman Reigns. Brock, Brock Lesnar to be the main event of SummerSlam, and so now there's going to be a little bit of a lag time, so Brock Lesnar can eat set up up. to be a heck of a party. Yeah, uh, well, it's, it's the biggest party of the summer, obviously. But uh, uh, it's in Barclay, which I can't wait till they take it out of Barclay. I think it's the worst. Why, venue. why are you calling it Barclay? The Barclay. It's not yeah, why, why are you Barclay? Barclay. Barclay. Do you live by the Barclay? No, I've been to Barclay. Hey, you went to Barclay. I, I don't even why. Why are you pronouncing it that way? I don't know, because I don't live in New York anymore. <laughs> so I didn't know what it was called, and I lost confidence. The Barclay Center. It's because it's British. The sure. Barclay. Um, so, listen, Jabronis. Um, so, most people predicted Joe, uh, which makes sense, because they're like, it's like, it looks good for Joe to move up to the main event picture. You can always lose to Brock Lesnar, and uh, it's a way to get a new guy over, especially on SmackDown. You have Jinder Mahal, who's over. They needed to do something that was like, uh, different, um, uh, but uh, I still felt shocked that he won. I still was thinking that they wouldn't give it to Samoa Joe. So my feeling on Joe, if I'm being honest here, I'm not a hundred percent sold on Joe. I think people are real hot for Joe. <laughs> I think they Joe. are. They're hot for Joe. Hot for Joe. But Zig, name this podcast episode "Hot for Joe." Um, I he doesn't fully work for me and 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 i don't i can't put my finger on it because there's a lot of things about him that are really interesting and i know this is kind of like blasphemous you know he's like a legendary guy or whatever but first of all i, I have a heart like 
I get that his physique kind of works for him. Let me let me actually make the point this way. When we see him standing next to Brock, he is going to look half the size of Brock. He okay, is but, big but small. Yeah, but he also is like a big fat dude. Like he's like uh you know, it's like uh he's like a, a brick. You know but, what I mean? But but next br- to Brock, like he's well, a we're brick. We're going to see him next to Brock. But he's a brick that is not that big. Like that's part yeah, of my but problem with you're him. You're going to see he's going to pick Brock up. Like he's going to impress you. So anyway, I, I, we'll what's see your question, Luke? Yeah, so I don't this know. This is actually good because we have Luke know. here who, like, <laughs> if we get too into it, like, people probably have these questions. We could yeah. go down a rabbit hole. So I yeah. literally don't know what he, Samoa Joe, looks like yep. at all. So he's just like a, is he like a big Samoan dude? What does no, he look like? He, see, when you think of big Samoan dude, I think of an intimidating, like, NFL player. To me, he is kind of goofy looking, in my opinion. He's heavy in a way that I don't think is intimidating. He sort of looks like a guy who works at a bank and then took his shirt off. Look, it, just, I also, you know what? Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, I have to laugh at that. <laughs> I missed that. I didn't laugh at that. That was not nice because it was a good joke. You said a guy, Samoa, you heard it here first. <laughs> so, I, I'm so he congratulating looks like a bank teller. Samoa looks like a guy at a bank who took off his shirt. And here's my connection to that. Part of my problem with him is he, his hair, I hate his hair. It's it's shave. He is in the shave his head zone, and he's got a nice sort of olivey skin tone. He's got yeah. all the fixins for a nice shave right. head. And you're, and you're a guy an with a shaved head, but got pasty skin. Sure. It's so not it's a not great fair. Mix. No, yeah, it's not yeah. a good look. I don't. I'm not saying I'm. You have to accommodate. You have to. Why do you think I'm chomping out? Why do you think I'm chomped up? Yeah, he's chomped up. <laughs> I gotta do that Full move beard. where you. Yeah. Have you had to shave your beard since you've shaved your head? There's two things I Wait, had to do since we I talk about. We should talk about topics. Wait, let me just, because <laughs> we're going to get into pageantry. We should talk about topics. There's two things I had to do when, you know, when I shaved my head. Yeah. One, you got to grow a beard. It sucks, but you got to grow a beard. You have the beard before you shave. I just had a light dusting. Now you have to have it. You have you have no choice. There's no style otherwise. What number are you at there? A four? This is just some growth. I'm, I'm, I'm playing around. <laughs> number two, you got to get in shape. I had to get in shape. Yeah. You have no choice. Yeah. You, you can't. You, I agree. Luke, how do you feel on this? You can't be a fat, bald guy? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is you can be fat or bald, but being a fat, bald guy is tough. And Samoa Joe is effectively a fat, bald guy, and he has not bit the bullet on shaving his head. So that's part of my issue with him. He does a lot of, like, snarling, but it doesn't... It doesn't. I don't find him intimidating. I, By the way, I googled <laughs> imaged Austin Aries, and it's on my computer screen in front of me. And I didn't look for a little bit, and then I turned to look at it. It's like straight up Playgirl. No, he's like, he's, <laughs> he looks like a boy band guy that got cut. Like it was at the audition, and they were like, "You're right on the cusp, but it's not gonna work out for you, bud." Austin Aries' gimmick is that he got. He was the sixth Backstreet Boy. <laughs> no, 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 that's too good. It was like 98 degrees or like O Town, yeah. yeah. and he was like the last guy cut. Oh my god, that is uh, uh, just very accurate. If you're looking at this pic, we'll post it, we'll post it. Anyway, so, uh, 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 Luke, were you asking something? Oh, you were saying you can't be a fall back. A black, uh, uh, fall, you can't be a bald black guy? That's actually <laughs> the thing you very much can be. Yeah, that's great. It's it what you should be. A well, bald fat guy. Yeah. Yeah, be a bald fat guy. I don't care. <laughs> See, you don't care. You know what I mean? See, I agree As with a you. Wrestler. Uh, yeah, uh, with you, um, if, when my hair goes, what about Bam Bam Bigelow? Don't you grow. feel like Samoa Joe is sort of on that cusp of Bam Bam Bigelow? That's an interesting. 
<laughs> Wait, he we, tattooed his hair on. Right? Yeah, I'm not. Or, I'm not. That's sure. an amazing point. <laughs> I, Samoa Joe, I just, I can't. His hair, it's distracting to me. Wait, we got to talk about Bam Bam. Which Bam. Baron Corbin is also in that hair well, distraction zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Baron Corbin, what? Baron Corbin is it's like, an atrocity. He's like a grandmother in like an old age facility who's just incapacitated in the chair, and they're just like, "Your hair is so pretty," and she's like, "Out of it," and they're just, you know, uh, Baron Corbin strikes me. I'm like, has anyone told him? Like, it feels like he thinks he's got like no, rocking hair. I think he thinks he looks like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> he is really the rough. hair of the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> um. Uh, all right. Wait. 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 What were we just saying? You wanted to talk about topic. Uh, well, I do want you to. Wanted talk to about... change the topic to topic. I want to talk about topics, but first, I want to talk about Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam, Bam, I want to ask Luke a question. Yes. Do you think that Bam Bam Bigelow got he got that tattoo to cover up the fact that he's bald, or he got that he was like shaved his head and was just like dream? Uh, it, was, it was a kayfabe. What what what, did you, what what do we think? I think that he was a guy who was obsessed with flames. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, his whole outfit was, like, flames, right? It was, it was flames, like, yeah, yeah. But was that based around the tattoo? Like, Goldberg has that, like, his tattoo. He had that tattoo for, since he was young. So mm-hmm. that it became his logo. Same as The Rock. The Rock had the bull. Yeah. And then it became that. Did he... What, what Was it the chicken first? or the egg? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, flames yeah. on the head or the flames <laughs> on the uniform? I think it was flames on the uniform and then flames on the head. He's like, I might as well go 100% on this. Yeah, we get, well, we, is there is there pictures? Well, we need there was brain. only a way I could look up any piece of information <laughs> in the world. No, is it <laughs> Baby Bigelow without the flame tattoo? I think he always had it. I think he yeah, What a fucking good look. No one really takes advantage of that. Yeah. Arlen, would you think about doing that move? Definitely not. No <laughs> tattoos on the head? I mean, you basically had it. Anyway, let's get into topics. Should we? Should we do that? I think we should. So, uh, all in more, Mel. Can I just make one quick point? You brought up the rocks tattoo. Um, yeah. Just, just avoidance of the topics conversation. No. Do you not want to talk about no, that? No, I'm down to uh, no, no. There's nothing too sensitive. Um, here's the one thing I want to ask about the rocks tattoo. So, the rock gets a tattoo, which seemingly is a generic tattoo, and then it becomes like a world-renowned logo that obviously he's been able to trademark and protect because it's on all of this Under Armour stuff. Yeah. So. How does that jive? How did he get a tattoo that is clearly like a generic Brahma bull and the exact same tattoo is now a logo that he has been able to trademark? Well, I think it's crazy because that logo How is, that a is logo? so close to like the Longhorns logo. It's when I same. wear the hat, people, which obviously I have the hat. You had the hat first. I had it first. <laughs> um, I, left it at, I left it at my trainer's place. But um, Have you ever talked about the fact that you gave me the hardest time for rocking non WWE merch, and I was a straight no. up trailblazer. We're not and now about everyone it. does it. We've not talked about it, but I, I will say you. Everyone's know buying non WWE merch now. Okay, and I said why. I was explicit. Their merchandise yeah. is the most painful clothing that I own. Well, listen, your girl Erin Finnerty. We've talked about this a bunch. She tried to soak a WWE shirt. We tra- all right. Look, we're the hounds of merch here. We're this. You find, <laughs> you find your niche. And um, I, um, we, we, we talk a lot about WWE merchandise. So you're talking about buying unlicensed, unauthorized yes. WWE merch. So wait, no, no, Air no, Finity, it's authorized, she, okay. it's she, authorized non-WWE she merch. Soaked it's not like a parking lot t-shirt. She soaked the shirt for like a week in salt water because she read that that would soften it up. Didn't work. Too much crunch on these WWE shirts. Look, you were right. <laughs> the thing is this. Also, it's not just the crunch. There is so much collar 
It's it's got it's a three inch wide. You know, it, whatever uh, uh, Michael Jordan was talking about with that bacon collar, it's only bacon. It's like Canadian bacon collar on WWE shirts. It's thick. Thickest. It's thick. So thick, I can't breathe. It's a it's a mock neck. It's a turtleneck. Well, these things. Okay, so it, it's clearly they're they're savvy enough to know that like it, uh, thin T-shirts are like more in. Right, like the American, and it, not, are for, they? For a while. If there's anything WWE doesn't get, it's subtlety. No, like and I'm not that. sure that they're like, yeah, we make shirts. They go beefy. They gotta get the beefy tees. Yeah, heavy tees. Yeah, but <laughs> my, my understanding is that they actually did sell soft tees for a while. Well, they do, and they still do right now. They've put out, they've put out some recent ones that like I saw limited, Bailey limited ones edition come, won't yeah, kill you. Like acid wash ones. They're like limited edition. But for a while, I remember back in the day when I wanted to buy Edge's rated R shirt, which actually was a regret of mine. That's another shirt that I got to track down that I like. Is the Edge shirt with like the two girls. Like, you know those, like, that's truck cool driver yeah, girls? Yeah. And then it back said back had rated yeah. R, and it was gray. And they ha- that's at the time where you could spend a little more and get the soft. They had the pro wrestling tees thing. Uh, 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 but they've, If they've only you had a guy on speed dial who could track down any shirt for you at any time, shout out to Wrestling for Sale. Oh, Wrestling for Sale. Yeah, Wrestling for Sale is great. <laughs> I, I drunkenly bought a shirt for wrestling. For so sale. did I. I was I was in Las Vegas on a bachelor party, actually not having really? fun, perusing wrestling for sale. Bought two shirts off him in the middle of a casino. Really? <laughs> yeah. True story. True story. That's amazing. Uh, that's great. Hey, um, let's get to this cash in. I don't know what this is going to be, but hopefully this will get us back on topic here. Sure. All right, ready? From uh, Orange County, California. Wait, uh, hold on. We gotta get your name in there. Come on. Hey, hey, it's Justin from uh, Orange County, California. Uh, well, we didn't get the Bullet Club rompers yet, but uh, apparently the fashion police are getting them now. So, hey, I'll take it. All right, thanks. Bye. Oh, it was a follow-up. Yeah, it's true because the fashion police were talking about romper, <laughs> about uh, 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 the, the the rompers. We uh, listen. Justin bullet, sounds like a real pervert. If we no, he's saying that we're gonna get Bullet Club male rompers on pro wrestling tees. Yeah, he's a real pervert. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Uh, I would wear one. Okay, and also as a stand, if the if you guys buy me a Roman Reigns vest, I will wear it to record this podcast. Maybe for a year. <laughs> you and I were very close to buying um, Young Bucks full jumpsuits the full camo we find them. no they're sold out yeah those we... things are gorgeous is <laughs> the young bucks uh um... should we talk about the fashion please i mean i think <laughs> i mean you're I... jumping around Listen. no we're, we he brought it up all right to Samoa Joe. that pervert justin brought it okay, up okay fine let's go into it get into the fashion please. Wait for tell me i just i just is. i just and really... then we'll get to the women's revolution we'll talk about it all listen we got all night <laughs> So okay, I think the fashion. I think they're doing great work. I think it is. Re- it's amazing. I, I am really enjoying it. They kind of got fucked over by the fact that the Usos are in their best run ever, and uh, but also like, do the Usos need to be this thugged? It's like, yo, son, yo, son, us, us, son. Like, I'm just like, it's like we could do a few, a little bit. We could dial it back one notch. Here's my thing. I, I, all right. The way I feel about that is. Uh, if that's authentic, I'm cool with it. Can it be that much? I don't know. I don't to that degree? With, I don't hang out with those guys, but um, I'm not trim. But I will say that uh, I think I think that sometimes I watch it and go, it's a little too far. It's it's just it's just one no- like dialed up because like it's clearly dialed up already three notches, and then they dialed it up like one more notch too much. It's just it's like distracting. The thing I like though, first off, I love the. It's not also like when you but when you're talking to the new like if you're really like that, if that's what the Usos are like, you yeah. just you kill like the new day. You just like take out a gun and shoot them. 
Like, like seeing them interact and like the New Day doing their thing and the Usos doing their thing, it just feels, uh, I don't know. You say, all right, sorry. Borderline racist, but anyway. No, no, what I'm saying is I don't think the <laughs> Usos would tolerate the New like, I, I There's something with that interaction feels Well, because New Day so. is very much in the realm of kayfabe. And then Uso's crossing over into, like, real fight, like, uh, real, like, I don't know. Anyway, um... You uh, want to talk about Smojo? No, 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 the no, women's no. Revolution. The women's revolution. Yes. Okay, I'd okay. actually like to talk about that. You uh, do? Because I want to know more about it. Because the, when I was watching wrestling, and oh, the yeah. only wrestling event I ever went to was uh, a Raw where they had a 60-minute Iron Man match between Benoit and yeah. Triple H... <laughs> And a king of the ring, and then sounds like that's probably a horrible match. It was awful. And <laughs> it was, and they went the full sixty. Uh, but they had the. This was when the divas was happening. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was bad, right? Oh uh, yeah, at that bad. time women wrestling was bad. So we went through this thing called the divas revolution. Which, okay. Which, no, uh, no, it's not called. It's the, the divas. women's revolution. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> oh, it was not. It wasn't the divas revolution. No. no, it was. It was. They changed the divas belt. Yeah. It was the women's revolution. Basically, what happened is there was a movement really by the. <laughs> Stop. He's, he that was bad. Putting Austin bad. Aries pictures on the screen. And I'm, this just, guy... I'm just cycling through Austin Aries like <laughs> his like porno headshots. You so, got you gotta Google Austin Aries images. <laughs> Can we can we talk about the women's revolution? Yeah, hold so up. the fans basically forced yeah. this they they this hashtag started to trend that people wanted to see like real women's wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. They wanted they were getting really short matches, they weren't getting full billing, they never headlined a pay-per-view, and I think people were tired of it. And there were enough female wrestlers that were like really legit, like mm. as good if not better. I think the best wrestler in WWE is Charlotte right now. Is is a female better than AJ Styles? Yes. Better than Seth Rollins? I mean, Seth Rollins is taking a breather right now. Uh yeah, cool. Well, AJ Styles is the best wrestler. I, I, so if you think he's better than it, I think it's fair to say Charlotte is the best wrestler. I think right now she's in a little bit of a lull, but I know what you mean. Like six, I think content, the whole, six months back, yes. the whole back. Okay, also, her father's Ric Flair. Okay, like yeah. there's so and and you know what right. and you know what else Charlotte gets? Charlotte comes out in these outfits and they're great. Like yes. on, she just gets the pageantry. She the whole She's, thing. You know, t- ties into Wonder Woman. She wears the Wonder Woman costume essentially. It's awesome. That's what it is. It's I, based on that. I believe. I, I don't know if they said you can see. It looks like it's based on that. I love Charlotte. She's missing. She's missing one thing and one thing only, and that is a butt. I do not know where that oh, thing is. She doesn't have a butt. It's very strange. Okay, but it's no big deal. She's a great wrestler. She's the best. Um, so anyway, what the women's revolution? There yeah, you I'm go. Listening. This is it. Here's my issue. Okay, I'm listening. We we are legitimately in a place where the women's matches, in my opinion, are as good, if not better, than the men's matches. They're headlining the cards. It's great. And then you trot out Lana, and you just insert her into the picture. It wasn't great. It's not great. It's 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 basically we're rewinding. We're going back to diva stuff. Like what? What is your opinion on 
this Lana situation? Well, why do we need her in the mix here? Like too this? early to tell. I actually here's the thing. I don't like. I didn't think that Lana entrance was good. I think first off, like they're in a tough spot because the the accent is like stupid. It's like they got to drop with Rusev. She she's from Florida. Let's it. call it. And she's on Total Divas with her regular voice, so it's kind of this weird thing. But also, um, uh, I think there is a cool place for the, and I think they see it for a gimmick of like one of the girls is still a diva. Do you know what I mean? I think that could be cool. I don't think that segment showed it. Now, they're setting but, but up does a that, thing with, does that with person Naomi. need to be in the – right. Is that, she going to be able to wrestle Naomi? Like, Naomi's no, a good wrestler. No, the answer is no. Right. She's not a wrestler. So we don't want to bring down the quality of the wrestling. No. <clears throat> we don't, why do we have to? Unless you look like Nia Jax or something, and then it's like, okay. No, no, but what is the point of this? Like, is the implication that some of these women aren't good-looking? Like, I, I – I'm, I think they're. I think they are. Like, why do we need someone who can't rest? Like, it's insulting. Well, let her have a match at first. First, but she's she, been training. I, I, I get it, but she's not a she's re- super like, athletic. But, but isn't there something to be, like? Why is she in the in like wrestling Naomi? Like, it's fine if they want to ease her in and bring her. Like, well, they're doing it because all she, the real legit women are in the female Money in the Bank match, which is the big story. Now, let's. let's I, I know what you're saying. I just want to give a lot of. I, I don't want to judge it. I don't want to prejudge it. What I'm judging is that they've inserted her into a prejudice. match with I, no, no. What I'm judging is that they've inserted her into a match with Naomi. Is is the point that there is no woman yeah, in NXT Naomi, that belongs in that match more than Lana? No. If Naomi squashes her in in like a second, then I'm good. Then it's we're fine. Good. Right? Yeah, we're good. Yeah. So that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like it's a little early. Like Ava Marie had a cool thing going, even though she couldn't wrestle. You were like, oh, okay, she come in and then. But she, she had she had something. It would. I think it's cool. She was if a one of the female wrestlers acted like a little girly. Now, like, <laughs> but didn't <laughs> no didn't as Eva a gimmick. But Eva Marie did. She was like yeah, female miss. But she's fired. She's gone. Yeah. Do we know why that happened? No, I don't know. She got suspended for Adderall. Now, look, I talked about this with like my my wife, right? She's a stand up uh, comic, right? And uh, uh, she is um, she ha- she's very like girly. I'm putting that in quotes. And why are you and, putting it in quotes? No, but see, she has a lot of pride in like being a female. She likes me feel. But even when she's doing comedy, she wants to talk about girl stuff. And she, and I think like sometimes it's like, oh, you gotta you gotta do what the boys do. Right. Do you know what I mean? So, they all have to be tough. They all got to be tough. Right. Yeah. It's like some, and I'm not saying they're all doing that. But a lot of the, a lot of the women are feminine. Yes, I know. But I'm saying, uh, you know what? You know what I yeah. just realized when I said that we are not qualified to have no, this no, conversation at all. Not. It's no, just no. like when you're gonna end up with me saying something Usos? terrible. Yeah, <laughs> like I am not qualified to be talking no. about this. We can talk about muscles but, but you, <laughs> and Hardy Boys. You said that, I thought you meant you wanted to be one of the wrestlers to be like a little girl. No, like no, child. no. I'm glad you said laughed. that so no who, one qualifies. Okay, so when, when you think of that type of wrestler, though, who comes to mind right now that's on the card? What do you mean? Like, yeah. the type of wrestler you're talking about. Like, a little more feminine, a little girly. Because there's somebody that's in my mind right now that I think is... That's pulling that gimmick off? And I think she's killing it. Alexa Bliss. Uh, the best. <laughs> yeah. The best. I think you're right. Alexa Bliss is kind of what you're, you're talking about. Because it's, it's like, she's just... Is who she is. She's not like, I'll beat up anybody. She's like, no, I am... I am... Yeah, I, I, don't, quick, I don't know how to describe it. Quick Alexa Bliss is, aside, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone's that. noticed this. Alexa Bliss has back dimple piercings. Have you noticed this? No. She wrestles with back dimple piercings. And all I can think about as like a nebbishy Jew who's like worried about stuff is like, man, you're rolling around on the canvas. All the- how did those things not get ripped out? I Google it. They got ripped out. She got them put back in. 
I don't even know what the. I don't know. It's like a dermal. uh, I hate that she has those. I mean, I don't know what I expect. It's not for you. (laughs) Anyway, um, uh, okay, we've talked about nothing that happened on Raw and SmackDown, and we're one hour in, but that's okay. We don't need to. Um, What? uh, So the um, female Money in the Bank match, the women's Money in the Bank. The thing. All right. The thing cool cool match, off, Dan. Oh, no, I'm thinking about my meals. I haven't eaten enough. <laughs> the quantity is too low. It's your first day. You look terrible. We didn't talk about topics, but fine. Um, Charlotte can't win that match. So I think she can't win that match. That's the only thing I have to say. If Charlotte wins that match, then the Money in the Bank match became just a number one contenders match. Do you understand? Yes. Uh, Charlotte's old is like AJ Styles can't win the Money in the Bank match. That's silly. Why would AJ Styles need that briefcase? He could get a title shot just by winning a random well, match. There's a lot of energy in Nia Jax's direction at the current time. Which She's I'm, not in that Money in the Bank match. But I'm just saying in general. There's a lot of... Who wins the female Money in the Bank match? Uh, Luke, I'm going to make you choose. Who do All we right, have? I'll pick Solely on picture. We've got Bailey. No. No, it's on SmackDown. Oh. Yeah. All, All right, right. Give, me the, give me... Run it down. Uh, it's, uh, Charlotte, Carmella, uh, I think they added Lana. I think they added... That was, wasn't that the shoehorn from the other night? Yeah, well, no, no, they didn't, but I think after the show they added her, like she tweeted or something. No, Money in the Bank, Matt, they have a match? Okay, we'll we'll figure it out, but... Naomi uh, and Lana, yeah, I think Naomi and... No, no, Naomi and Lana have a match. I think on this match. card, right, right. Okay, cool. Okay, so what? So who? So who's in? Becky there? Lynch, Charlotte, Natalia, Tamina, Carmella. Becky I'm gonna make Lynch. a prediction on this. I'm gonna say Tamina wins. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm... go with Becky Lynch. Okay, who are your choice? Uh, Carmella, Tamina. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. There's five. Just for just to be a contrarian to pick someone different, I'll pick. Carmella. Okay, how many weeks? Don't know who they are. How many weeks off is this? Two weeks. June 18th. Is it possible to add Asuka to this match? There's only five. Normally, Money in the Bank matches have six. Listen, adding Asuka to this match to me is like when you have a meal and you just throw paprika into it. Like, do I need that? I don't like it. It's not a spice I'm into. I don't feel it. Asuka, I don't get I don't a lot it. of people are into Asuka. As a matter of fact, Joey Cliff on the show said that Asuka should beat Braun Strowman. Let me tell you who's into Asuka. Your UCB friends <laughs> who, who like want to be into something different. And it, you know what? You watch it and you're like, eyes tell you it's not good. But then you're like, you know what? I'm going to be into this to make it's – it's like a hipster call. She That's lost, what it is. She's lost zero matches since she's been in WWE. And she's won zero matches in my heart. That last pay-per-view, she pinned both of them. She pinned the two. All right, I'm switching my pick to her. Okay. <laughs> yeah. right, she's not even in the match. This was this is a move I pulled on the WrestleMania card. Yeah, was right. this is the move. Um, Luke, Luke is picking. Look, Luke, you'll probably be right. I'm really bad at uh, guessing the pay-per-views. Um, yeah, so, all right. Um, <laughs> I mean, whatever. There's a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, whatever. She, I don't even get what her gimmick is now. Like, I, if she, she should just come out the same way. Like now she comes out in like a, a like a, a pageant dress, but like, why does she just come out? Well, in, and I in didn't her, understand like, the Lana dancing clothes. gimmick. I didn't get the dancing gimmick either because I'm like, hey, we know Lana. Either she's Lana the 
rush in, right? Or repackage her and bring her back out as like a normal but like why what is this like intermediate repackaging i, I, don't, I, I don't think they could repackage her because everyone would just be like you're lana like she's too established but i think she should just still wear the like pencil skirt when it, like you know she that wore, was a great look did you see shane's reaction on talking smack to, to lana segment? i did not see talking smack this week what shane almost broke character because lana was such a goof on it like uh, he, was he, he was like cracking she was just on she was on talking smack yeah She's very funny in that character. She does, like, a real weird smile the whole time. It's very funny. And her gimmick is she's Russian? <laughs> yeah. Go, pretty, go, pretty much. Her gimmick does, is she's... Does, I have a question. Does anyone have a gimmick anymore where they're, like, a zombie from the dead? Or, like, is there any kind of, like, in that outside... Yeah, yeah Bray Wyatt. There's a guy, Bray Wyatt, who's, like, a cult leader. He comes out with a... Awesome. With a... He comes out I with I feel like he's a, more of, like, a like a guy who goes to Burning Man. I think doesn't he have like a Burning Man vibe well, with, the, actually, with the dreads now? That happened on a couple of podcasts. He's like a burner. Back. Everyone was saying like he's a cult leader, and I was like, is that what he is? Because <laughs> I was like, it's not that clear to me. Like I would love him to be like way more of a cult leader. Like when CM Punk was a cult leader, you knew he was a cult leader. Um, this is Joe, by the way. All right, who needs a Lacroix? This big guy right here is All right, Joe. So Samoa Joe, ta- he choked out Paul Heyman. Yeah. I thought that was awesome, and the way he did it was awesome. Did you see it, Arlen? No, I read it. So he like got up in his face and was just like, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to choke you. You're going to go out. You know what I mean? I'm going to punch you. You're going to miss. I'm going to miss. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> wait, wait. We're both going to. Wait, what? You're going to punch me? I'm going to no, miss. No, you're going to miss. And then I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. For those counting, this is my third lacrosse. <laughs> yeah, man. You have to pay for those. So you didn't. But Dan, so what's, what's your point of view on Joe? Because I sort of gave a lukewarm. I'm not that into I'd be lying if I said I was into him. This is what... You know what happens? He's kind of like gimmickless. There's like, there's like wrestling fan inertia where people start talking about someone and you're like, man, I, do I should I like this? And it, like I'm running through it in my head and I'm like, I, I don't feel him. I don't Here's have an energy. Samojo, very good. That's what I would say. He's very good. Like, I think that that's the thing for me. He doesn't have he doesn't have that X factor that I like. A lot of people see it. I like his in-ring stuff. I like it. I think Okina Clutch is a little boring of a move. Per, uh, uh, but Muscle Buster's great, but he's not doing it. Nope. Clearly, he's not allowed to do it. Uh, it, it ruined Tyson Kidd's career. Uh, and uh, but I do think him he's strong. Him against Brock Lesnar, I find interesting. So here's my hot take on wrestling fans. They're too oh. quick to want to boost all these guys up and say they love them, right? Like, Samoa Joe, to me, is a guy who, as you said, very good. But I think people are talking about him like he's great, and they want him to be. And in my opinion, there's something that's, like, permeating wrestling in general where well, people are too quick to anoint everyone the greatest. People are too quick to these chants of, like, holy shit or wrestle forever or whatever dumb chant. Like, it's too well, quick. Like, reserve what, it. Hey. For what Miz, special guys. Miz did this week on Raw, they said you de- they did a you deserve it chant to Miz, and he goes that would feel good if you didn't use that all the fucking time, which is true. <laughs> and then, it's ugh. not special. It's not like what? How do you actually signal these guys? We the fans are trotting it out all the time on every card. Like it loses what made it cool in the first place. And I think to me, Joe, it's so. And I put Oscar in this too. Like, I get it. Interesting, a little different, but I'm like, you can't look me in the eye and tell me that that whole package is together and that fully makes sense to you. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Like, I demand a lot from a wrestler in their character. Like, I demand a lot. Um, like, 
Luke, who's your favorite wrestler of all time, if you had to guess? Uh, Mankind. Okay. Mm. A very, very clear character. Yeah. You can describe him in ring, out ring, out of ring. I mean, not only that, there's a man with three characters. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> all uh, pretty different. Yeah, uh, all really clear. I think right now we're in this area where it's like people think, oh, he's Randy Orton. He gets over it because he's Randy Orton. They're like, no, nah, no. Nah. Randy Orton is actually – this is going to be – it's not a hot take, but defending and and giving Randy Orton props is not a popular thing. But Randy Orton is gimmick is that he's like a real handsome jacked asshole, you know, and it'll always work. He started Which, out by the way, I think killer. he is, so he's, it works. He's a he's generational, multi-generational. He's a third-generation wrestler. There's a lot of him. It's like, oh, he, what he kind of is, is the, he's the default, right? Like he's your, that's why I love when he's the champion. Cause it's like all these guys who are alternative and super offbeat and they're going for his title. And he's like the classic champion wearing the crown. That's what people don't give Randy Orton credit for. Although Randy Orton deserves shit because he's a little bit lazy. Um, yeah. So I think there's, but an, there's, in, wait, I'm saying yeah. there's guys like Joe, there's guys like, there's guys like Joe, there's guys like Oscar. There's guys that, that most of the time they're big. Uh, it's more like the IWC people. It's the guys who are like Joe, and like a, a lot of, and 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 they're very over. People dig them, but in reality, they're just proficient. They're not amazing. Correct. And there's a reason that they weren't there. Now AJ Styles was just a complete mess up by the company. He's phenomenal, but he's the exception more than the rule. I mean, how many amazing talents does WWE miss out on? So AJ Styles to me the is still one shade below, and I'll tell you what the that like magic third dimension is for me. When you have a wrestler, okay, and like you you were talking about Randy Orton, right? He's got he's the whole package, but the third dimension is I kind of know who he is as a person. Like I have a relationship with him, and I can see who he is as a human being. And I think you have that with mankind. Wait, who are you talking about? Which, Randy Orton. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold. I, Miz, Stone Cold. The like, I, you kind of get a sense for who they are. Like, I think why Miz is working so well is because, like, he's being himself. Like, he's almost, he's like a Charles Barkley of wrestling or something. You know, like, he just is himself all, at all times. Miz's gimmick, I'll and I don't about th- this. I, Wait, hold on. I think Miz's gimmick is that he's, like, a guy who's on a hit sitcom. Like, his gimmick is, like, he's, like, one of the Friends guys but in his personal life. And he speaks the truth But that's a lot. great. That's also true. That is kind of what he... Like, he is kind of like a dude who's like... He was on the real world. He's got, like, a, an agent. Like, he really is an actor. He's the Joey Tribbiani of the WWE. Do you know what I mean by I that? Do, yeah. It's like the guy from, like, This Is Us if he didn't want to get off the Manny. Anyway. Uh, you said there's, like, that third dimension. What are, the, what are, like, the three things that, like, make... For, for the uninitiated, for me, specifically, that they make the, the best wrestler? <laughs> well, there's... Head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> there's luscious. Mu- okay, there's luscious. mic mic work, right? Sure. Okay. There's wrestling. Yep. There's look, which encompasses a lot. Yeah. And then I think there's like your persona. Do you come through? Do I have a relationship with you? Because I think a lot of the people we're talking about have a couple of these. Yeah. Like Asuka's interesting, like she has an interesting look. She's got a somewhat interesting moveset. I think she's got a certain kind of charisma. I literally have no idea who she is as a person. Yeah, I know, like, this, I have no I know this kind of sounds like because I'm just comparing to the obvious thing, but she does have that like Yoko Ono like uh, <laughs> that is it's well, fucked up. But it's not, like that thing where she's like screaming and like she's kind of like crazy in a really in like a, in a uh, uh, in a like it, like Oscar. It feels like she will like claw your eyes out. But let's so let's take this back to Joe. 
I have no idea who Samoa Joe is as a dude. Like he's Joe and he's Samoan. <laughs> I, what is that? And he's got like a SoCal thing, and like I just don't like the way that you articulated who Randy Orton is. You're like he's this Jack dude, like. Randy Orton, I'm like, okay, this guy had everything going for him in life. He's like tall and good looking. And well, Smojo used to be, I believe, he was like the he was like a submission machine, I believe, like back in but his. But that's DNA not days. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, who are you? Like, don't you get a glimpse into who Miz is off air by how he is on air? Like, I don't think I have that He's, with Joe. All right, look, Samoa Joe is at best, at his best work to me. I don't think he'll get above B plus. Agree. So, like, right? Where, like, Miz's best work is going to be, like, A-plus Hall of Fame, <laughs> which is, like, crazy because uh, Miz is a way worse wrestler than Samoa Joe. I'm not saying that. Sure. <laughs> um, and it's cool. Samoa Joe's super tal- uh, uh, athletic, and he's that size. But wouldn't we all agree that of the list I went through, wrestling is the least important dimension? But actually, you and I had this debate recently. Like, maybe we should talk about that a little bit because I sort of put you on the spot and called you – on this fact. Well, I, I think that wrestling's like my least is like the yeah. least important thing. But if you think about who you're into nowadays, actually rest they're all excellent wrestlers. Like I think things have flipped. And the reason why there's so many guys that have bad physiques and like sometimes lack charisma and whatever is because wrestling's become I think increasingly important. Okay. And I think the IWC has pushed that forward. Okay. Let's get into the guy who works to me works like what Let's just talk about Dean Ambrose, okay? The worst. Uh, 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 Luke, you don't know this guy. But <laughs> I know this name. He was on the screen. He's on the screen right there. This guy, like, I think the reason is that like he kind of like breaks a lot of rules for me because he does have charisma. He does have a character, right? Uh, people claim I don't like his in-ring wrestling that much, but he doesn't work. Why does he not work? Because I think he feels really false. Right. I, I think it's like, uh, he, you know what he feels to me like? An actor who's miscast. And I can't get, pe- like, you know, sometimes you're watching a movie and, like, everything's working except, like, that one yeah. character. Like, you guys can probably speak to this better than I can, frankly. But, like, when I see Dean Ambrose, I'm always like, man, he's a little off. Like, uh, and, and they they play up this whole gimmick of, you know, uh, lunatic fringe. And I'm like, he, but he doesn't act cra- that crazy. Like, he acts pretty rational yeah. most of the time. And just... He feels a little miscast to me. That's how I okay, feel. Okay, how much does the, all right? How much does wrestling matter to you? So, Luke, when you were watching wrestling back in the day, how much did you care well, about? Name the, your favorite wrestlers. When the, when the so bell rang, mankind. Wait, hold on. I want to okay, ask you yeah. a different question. When the bell rang, were you a little bummed out after the entrances? Because like, I gotta watch wrestling now. There's there's some ones I like. So like when Flair's wrestling. Yeah. That is for me the best thing. Because right. he's barely wrestling, he's just walking around. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like that's just so funny. Well, he's styling and profiling. Yeah, and he's just like Always. doing his little yeah. moves. Um, but like, so mankind, uh, Jericho, and mankind was like barely a wrestler. Yeah, he was, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but he, but watching it was like a type of wrestling, right? And watching it was interesting, right? Like you yeah. see him get beat up, basically. Yeah. yeah, and take just take beat like a beating. Uh, I really like Jericho, but I couldn't tell you much of. About how he was as a wrestler. Yeah. He was just like the persona. Yeah. Uh, Undertaker. Yeah. When he was wearing purple. Right. So characters. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, both of those guys are still doing that. <laughs> that same, their same thing. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah. So <clears throat> the thing is, like, I liked wrestling as a kid. When, when during the Attitude Era, Rock Stone Cold, I enjoyed Raw way more than the pay per views. 
because there was like story to it. It would be like, all right, Stone Cold's gonna throw the rock's belt in the river, you know. Uh, <clears throat> but some all-time charisma guys, basically, right? And they had like an actual feud with story yeah. and the characters. You like felt why they wouldn't like each other. And the McMahon versus Stone Cold, all that stuff was what made. And look, that's some of the most classic, best sure. stuff wrestling. It's when they were in the highest rated and everything. So I think in my mind I leaned towards story. And yeah. when when they would wrestle, I would like. I never got into the wrestling. When I, I watched wrestling, and I think that's kind of probably why I dipped out. Part of why I got back in is that I actually like the wrestling now. I'm into wrestling now. I but, appreciate it for like those. I mean, they're straight up true athletes. Totally, hundred like percent. Well, it's also like arguably at a much higher level today. Like if, you, if when I go back, it's not and argument, watch, it's fact. Yeah, when yeah. I go back and watch, like some, like the farther back you go, the more it's like guys just like rolling around on the canvas like right. now today Snacking you watch stuff it's like really really impressive physical like AJ Styles like when you when you say he legitimately is phenomenal it's because his physical gifts his capabilities like he's doing things well, that really wow you the best thing about AJ Styles you want to talk about he's the the epit- oh I should have worn this hat he's the epitome of authenticity <laughs> because he I've seen multiple I've done it and I've seen people do it they accidentally call him phenomenal, catch themselves. They go like, man, he's just like, pheno- oh, phenomenal, <laughs> you know? That's how authentic it is. Like, when you describe that guy, the guy's just like, you're looking for a word that's better than great, that's better than awesome. And he's not even in the league now, or what? No, he is. He's, he's like basically one of the top guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but not yeah. a champ. So now the wrestling, but like, uh, I think... Well, when I watch indie wrestling, I'm only watching that for the wrestling. When I watch guys like Young Bucks, like I love their wrestling, love it. That's my favorite wrestling. Nothing is not to Young love. Bucks match matches. My favorite wrestling, like by far, it's the only time. And uh, uh, Kenny Omega, that stuff I love. So there is one thing that was unfair about like the or the general criticism of indie wrestling, particularly as it relates yeah. to the Young Bucks, because. They do infuse comedy and entertainment, and like there is an element of their matches that I think does it, it. It's a different kind of story. It's more like a comedy, right, than it is a serialized narrative. But there's something extra there, and so I think that's a little unfair. But my point to you was, I think if you list your favorite wrestlers today, they're actually all like excellent wrestlers, yeah, and totally. they often lack a bit of charisma. It's a hat or you have to look. wear. Like, even Braun Strowman, who I'm really into, he can't wrestle. I do feel like, mm, I do, part of me does feel like, eh, like, he's got to be up, he's got to wrestle against Rollins or somebody who can work. You know what I mean? Or like AJ. Uh, uh, yeah, like, I, I, I was bummed out when I thought about that Mania card, and I was like, there's nothing on here that can be five-star match. Like, Shane versus AJ, I hated that. But if you just had a match that was AJ versus Kevin Owens, and there was no story build up to it i'd be excited for that i have, I have a question you brought up rollins where, where are we going with rollins okay where are we going with this podcast Every, <laughs> everywhere <laughs> everywhere and nowhere You've tortured luke for an hour uh it's been very enlightening i also just appreciate people who are very passionate about something so yeah yeah totally uh but let's yeah let's talk about rollins and then maybe we'll end on that or we'll keep going but uh yeah so look rollins in a bad zone Here's the debate that we had on the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page. Join it. Does Rollins need to be a heel to work? I think no. But I think 
he needs to be an asshole. <laughs> That's right. You know the the different the difference. Like right now he's being like kind of just like a regular old dude. The difference between Seth Rollins and Ambrose right now is nothing. They're both guys who come out. Well, one's a much better wrestler. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying in gimmick in yes. gimmickry gimmickry alone. Their their gimmick is like Rollins. You come out. You, somebody talks shit about him. Then he comes out and goes. You know what? Hey, you want to talk shit about me? How about we just do it in the ring? Like, that's it. Where, remember, he used to call himself the architect. He was like a clown. He would come out. He'd have the two guys with me. He'd say, oh, I, 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 he would say, right? He was a weasel. Yeah. He was like sitting there basically with like blueprints, essentially. But how much of that is writing versus Metaphoric like, blueprints. You know, I mean, is that remember <laughs> Rollins himself or is it the writing and where things are going? I heard a clip the other day. It was an old Rollins like heel promo. And he he just out of nowhere he goes like shut up shut up and I was like oh I just missed that guy imagine with the black gloves the guy who he was a snake he stole the belt so can he still be that guy and be a face like did Edge Edge was still kind of like that same Edge is a similar gimmick he still got over when he was a face but he he still I think did some stuff like Eddie Guerrero with like lie cheat steal he did yeah. that as a face so I think he needs to be a great but Stone Cold is like the classic yes so yeah. the anti hero Rollins is just like a pure hero. It it does work. It does work for Roman Reigns, like in the sense that it doesn't work, but it does work because he. It, we might as well give up on Roman Reigns. Like he's better off in this zone. It's the only way he's gonna work. He's a good wrestler, and uh, and and he's not gonna get over it no matter what he does. People are not gonna like him, so they might as well just push him and just give him the Cena spot. I think that's what's going on. But Rollins, we know what works about him. Don't lose it. You know. I'm really I'm worried about him. I, I, this has been a like, I think. Look, every wrestler ebbs and flows. There's different periods in their career, but like this has been going on for a while with Rollins. Well, there's and, a lot to worry about because he hurt his D twice. And every time I, I have this thing now, and I, I'm, I don't know. I mean, maybe other people feel it too. When I watch him wrestle, I'm legitimately like concerned. Like when he does move, like I, I don't watch him with relax. I watch him the way I watched Daniel Bryan at the end of his career, where it was like. You just knew he was on thin ice. Like, yeah. he came and went a couple times. And that's how I feel about watching Rollins right now. And so, I don't know. I'm worried about him. He was, like, my favorite dude for a long time. And I just don't – I don't know where he's at. He's in, like, purgatory. Totally. All right. I think we can wrap it up. What do you think? You feel like we'll wrap it up? I can for, do another couple person. hours. I can throw a couple <laughs> bonus Jonases in here. Luke, was there anything that you wanted? Two things. Is there anything you wanted to talk about wrestling? Any questions you have? By the way, the mark of a great podcaster is you say, we're going to wrap it up, and then you start asking your guests for more <laughs> questions. Because you're not a guest. You're a jabroni. But um, any questions you had from the, from our discussion? No, no. I think the thing that, of all the things that you brought up, was the women's revolution. Because I don't know and understand yeah. where their position is now. Yeah, I brought that but up. You brought that up. Record. Yeah, and I'm you. glad to hear it. Yeah. yeah. Good, yeah. Good um, for you. And they still do the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's every January, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was always my favorite it's thing. It's still the best. Yeah. Where is the Rumble next year? Philly. It's in Philly. Oh, I hope so. A truly oh. terrible place. <laughs> yeah, well. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, ACW, yeah, yeah. like, that was, like, a huge thing when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. You did, you go to any, did you go to yeah. any shows? I never went because my parents were square. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have gone, yeah. That was like a huge thing there that people were went. Totally, at that time, that's when ECW was in it. When Paul yeah. Heyman was in, that's that's a great time. Yeah. You want to hear something really cool? about I was talking to a buddy who's like not much of a wrestling fan, but is from the East Coast, and he kind of mentioned to me we we're talking about wrestling, and he goes, "ECW." I went to uh, I went to one show back in the day, and like the coolest thing, I was like, "Oh, I have the network. We yeah. can find the show." 
Yeah. And like we pulled it up and like he saw himself that's wild, like yeah. in the yeah. you know like like that's an amazing thing. Obviously uh, like Dan knows this. I work in technology. I, like I'm very passionate about like online video where things are going and I just think there's an, like it's an amazing thing that you could just pull up anything on the network and just plug the network's awesome. It's dope. It's it's so many it's so crazy there's like a, an event that's like in my brain. And then I can just make it appear, and you look at it, and you're like, "Oh, it is exactly as I remember." I did that recently with um, the uh, ECW, like you're talking about ECW, but the, like when they when Rob Van Dam won the title off of Cena, and they brought ECW back. back yeah, uh, I rewatched that, and I like it was it was just it was awesome. And to, yeah. Anyway, the network is dope. Get the network. WB Network. It's only nine. <laughs> if you are listening nine. to this podcast and you don't have the network, you are a real psycho. Or if I don't know what kind of masochistic behavior. All right, we're ending this podcast. All right, any last words, fellas? And I got, I got one statement I want to okay. make. For a guy who talks as much as you talk about yeah. your meal plans and you're yeah. working out, Let's and you it. still look like shit. All right. On that note, I, I think look you like look shit. great. I think yeah, you look thank great. you. Hey, Luke, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. If you live in New York, come to Harold Night. Yeah, Harold Night Tuesday nights, UCB Theater. At I don't know what time. Seven thirty. It's think. all yeah. It's yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of it's shows. The- Arlen, you want to plug anything? Yeah. If you guys live in San Francisco, meet me over at Bel Campo. We'll have a nice day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's uh, Art Arlen's corner, and he likes to eat there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a real. That's a real intimate plug. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, follow me on Twitter, at DBlackAttack. Join the Facebook page, Comedians of Wrestling. We're always posting on there. Cash in. I'll put the number on the Facebook page, and uh, we'll, we always say it. So, you know, you can find it on the last episode. It starts with 316. That I know. Uh, and, hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. 